This is an Alliance podcast. Hey, Greg, thanks for having me, man. I am excited to talk about a really busy time for U.S. soccer fans. Man, you are in the episode of a whole lot of shit right now. We are so glad to have you on, man. Yeah. And, uh, so, to your left is uh, one of our special homegirls that we've gotten to know on the uh, socials. Are you so impressed with uh, AOL? Also, we got we got this presence all over. Dum 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 dum. Happy Christmas! What's going on with you? Not much, man. How you living up there? Hey, hey, we're, we're just uh, we're in the room right now with Dory. You're like, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's we got a whole lot to talk about, man. It's just uh, I said once again, it's been a a uh, this weekend day, and um, man, it's got it got real on the streets this weekend. But uh, we will talk about that later on. Because trust me, there's more enough about that to talk about. But um, in the meantime, thank you guys for joining us in the podcast apps: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Boom, iHeartRadio, and the FTC YouTube channel. So. I just have to say one thing real quick. I don't know if uh, if any of y'all heard um, Joseph Martinez's um, press conference today. How can you hate that dude when you hear him talk about how much he loves this city and this team? Like, I'm not even an Atlanta fan, but I cannot hate on uh, Joseph Martinez. That man is Atlanta till he fucking dies. So... I don't get it. How you can hate that man as a fan of any other team in MLS? I don't get it. 
I mean, see, Tony already knows. I mean, like, you know, he, he, he was so gentle with Memphis. He's like, yeah, I got you. Like, you with me. You with me. Ebony, I wasn't saying I wasn't saying I can hate him. I was just pointing to the picture. Oh, okay. I was about to say, damn, it's nah, cold nah. babies at Lama Street. My daughter walking out with Joseph about the MLS Cup final. And uh, you know, she always says that's her best friend. And the fact that like, you know, my daughter was three years old when that happened. And from that standpoint, she's been locked on. You know, Joseph is a big fair player and everything. And she likes, you know, from how he does his hair. Flag to just like you know the way he stares up into the stands when he scores a goal, you know all that stuff. And so, you know, there's that on field persona. But then, like you know, since day one, he just embraced the city. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know he was basically like the king of land. I, I was trying to tell my dad about this. My dad doesn't follow soccer, He's basketball, and baseball. I was like, "Your pops, Joseph Martinez is the Trey Young of Atlanta United." If anything were happening to Trey Young here and there, we'll go ape shit. It went ape shit. We're still looking for the ref. We're still looking for Listen, you can't tell me the NBA didn't plan that. I'm sorry. I just, this is my conspiracy theory. Oh, oh, I'm sorry Lord. about it, but that's just, that's what I'm going with. Hey, I, I agree. I agree, Mark. Yeah, no, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And, and meanwhile, my sons, you know, we got we got we got to go seven. I mean, it's it's it's, it's no choice here. Got to go seven. So down by five right now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, because Chris Chris can have that one on, on me. So I, I need to go yeah. seven. I need I need the sons to win. So let's let's go sons. But um. But yeah, um, let's uh, let's let's do a softball start off because you know most of us have at best lukewarm feelings towards the men, um, and um, I mean nothing else. They have, they have won the group. Yeah, you know, they uh, it, it hasn't been spectacular, but they got the job done. At you know, and um, like what are, what are y'all's thoughts so far? I mean they. They beat uh, Canada uh, 1-0. Phase 2, Titus Wiggins on Shackmore. And, um, but, uh, like, like, what have y'all seen so far? What have you liked? What, have you, what haven't you liked? Or, you're like, four hoppers still out. So, I want to say, I never was four hoppers out. That man, like, he's, like, there's nothing you can do to get this man out of his position. Honestly, it's not like he's had bad results. He's just meh, lackluster. So he's he's there until we either don't qualify or we make it out of the group stage of the World Cup. Like that's his contract. He he is here for the long haul. Um, now what he does with the squads that he's presented or that he calls up, that's another story. Like. The Skull Cup roster versus the Nations League roster versus the qualifier roster is going to be completely different. They're going to be three different rosters to me. Um, and this Gold Cup roster is, I, I guess everybody's calling it the B squad. Uh, I that's generous. <laughs> I didn't call it a B squad. I called it like a C squad because. The Chris, I, I like the squad because at least you have like guys like Shaq Moore yeah. who had been the pitch in a while. 
that are getting that opportunity to uh, defeat you and they're taking their opportunities, um, taking advantage of their opportunities, but <sighs> it's a fun squad. It's not like we're, we're it's not like we're about about to like blow teams out besides Martinique, like six nil. I said from the beginning, we're gonna eke out some one nil wins and some like zero zero after extra time PK wins. Then we're gonna get to the final and we're probably not gonna win. But that's a job well done because you've got a lot of guys, some minutes. That's a job well done to the Federation, at least. Yeah. Because you got the guys, some minutes. You got to the final. That's where your moneymaker is about to be. You know, you're, you're selling out because it's a USA qu- crowd. Most likely going to be, I don't even think Mexico makes it to the final. Uh, honestly, yeah, they're, they're struggling right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I said that from the beginning. I said, it, it's, we're not, we're either going to make it to the final and lose. Uh, against Mexico, or neither USA or Mexico is going to make it to the final. Oh, and the way both is, uh, teams are playing, is that with Mexico. Say again. Is Karma catching up with Mexico? Oh, hundred percent. Certain chance, you know. Uh, I, I think that you got to say that Karma has a way of playing. You know, it's rolling things. Well, they and they've had this problem in a couple of matches this tournament, and you can tell that it's affecting the players. I mean, the first match alone, they had to stop the game twice, like. Yeah. That affects the play on the field. It affects, you know, the mentality of the players. It affects how they were approaching the game. So yeah, they've, they've negatively affected their own team. And that, you know, I don't know if they're going to learn or not, but if they're going to continue to negatively affect their team, I don't know how else you're going to teach them. No, nah, they're not going to learn. Let's upgrade our chance, y'all. Let's, uh, you know <laughs> Us? No, I'm just saying, like, no, 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 I agree. But yes, us. human yeah. race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. Um, out of what I've seen so far, um, I, I would say probably just play kids. I mean, whether it's DK, whether it's Buzio, whether it's. Well, Miles is a grown ass man. Just you know, there's just no way around he, it. He but, is um, a grown ass man. He plays like a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man. That's <laughs> just where Miles Robinson is at this point in his career. Yeah, the fact that he's on this squad instead of being considered for the qualifiers is mind boggling to me because that man is a force. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He was considered for the Olympic qualifiers, and Atlanta United said, "No, you can't have any of our players," which. We weren't the only club who did it because there's a guy right here, Eric Williamson, who I don't know why he wasn't really chosen, but Portland, I think, had a similar situation where they said, hey, I, we don't want to send players when we have CONCACAF Champions League coming up. But yeah, Atlanta United definitely screwed over the Olympic qualifying hopes. Uh, not totally. Still have to. I still think that team should have qualified. And uh, yeah, Miles is showing out. I think, honestly, Miles and Zimmerman both. I, all of the defenders who have played have looked pretty good. Uh, and I think that's the best thing out of this is you have Zimmerman, you have Robinson, Shaq Moore, James Sands. Those guys have looked really good in the three matches, in the matches they played. I think that's a win for Burhalter. I, I think so as well. Just, you know, being able to establish some potential de- depth, like, like this is a big reason why I was like, it's not the end of the world that we don't make the Olympics because one, just from what we saw at Nations League, 
right? With improving your pretty good depth wise, and this only reinforces that because now you're seeing guys that are getting the opportunity to start and getting the opportunity to feature and they're not they're taking advantage of it. Uh, what what, what have uh, you been seeing, uh, TK? He said he's still mad over England. <laughs> No, not mad over England. Although I could be, but um, honestly, it's just it's just been nice to see the team just kind of look like they're progressing forward. Honestly, I'm not. I was a little, you know, like hoping for Miles to get. Uh, I'm glad you brought you guys brought that up. Hoping for him to be on the squad that was going to the Olympics. So, but I'm I'm fine with that uh, with Atlanta United in respective. So. You know, it's just, it's good to see them score goals. It's good to see uh, Deep score. It seemed like they were starting to flow together and there's some cohesion. So we'll, we'll see if any of those guys really get promoted if they if that audition was, you know worked for them. Can I can I just say I was right on something like eon episodes ago about DK back when he was first drafted out of UVA. I did call it. I was like, yo, this man's gonna be weak. Did call it. I called it. Because I saw him play at UVA, I was like, this, again, you're talking about grown-ass man. <laughs> a grown-ass man. I was tired of seeing him come through my NC State defense, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> got bad blood from a while ago. <laughs> Get back out of here. Wreck? Oh, my yeah. God. He's the same size. <laughs> Oh, I mean, what do you do on this? The baseball team got robbed. 100%. I will stand to the day I fucking die. Like, the fact that you only tested my NC State players and then didn't fucking turn around and test those other kids, and then you're going to have the nerve to just go at, like, 3 a.m. go, nah, they out. I was ready to fly to Omaha. <laughs> and, you did. You did this. Shockingly, the NCAA did not find a sensible solution. I know that's just you know. <gasps> everyone is confused. About that Stunning, even yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I think um, going into now, I got rice. Like has of course, we are still waiting on. <laughs> We're literally recording while there's still a rain delay in Orlando. <laughs> We might have a, we might know our opponent by the, by the end of the show. We might not. Like it's just right now. The range is saying, "Nah, uh, y'all gonna wait. Y'all gonna wait." Wait, is it the other group happening right now? Is it Qatar's game still going on right now? I don't know. Are they still Qatar. playing cash right now? Like I don't know. Do we do we want to talk about Qatar? No. <laughs> uh, Qatar Qatar Honduras went. Oh, started. that's right. Yeah, they're playing. And up 1-0. Yep. So, hey, take this money. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. That PR campaign, this entire tournament has been very disconcerting. You know, like when I saw the fact that the, the gold cup is sponsored by uh, Qatar Airways, I was like, mm, yeah, we really are just, just, just taking all that money. Just taking That blood money, man. It goes far. Oh, man. I'm... I'm like I said, like in about twenty twenty four, gonna come out that yeah, these two players are from uh, Peru, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their name is like uh, Juan. They could be like 
Bravo driver. The driver's gonna be like, that, that was my cousin the whole time. I just couldn't say that. I'm like, you know, like, it's just gonna be what it is. All right. Pocket didn't have enough blood money. They had to import some from elsewhere, and this is what we get. That's what the, that's what the pandemic would do for you, man. <laughs> Um, so like what we do, we do at least right now it's we're set to play Saturday for the quarterfinals. Are we are y'all thinking that yeah, we can make it the final or are y'all just like Look, you're the United States of America. You should be in the final of every gold cup you play unless Jurgen Klinsman's your coach. I'm sorry, that's how it should be. Like to to not make it is a failure. So that's full circle because I I mean you're probably not for him to come to United. No, no, I want no, well. no, no. Don't do that to yourself. No. Come on now. No. I have. Yeah, we're getting ahead I of ourselves this week. Sarcastically, half jokingly thrown out Eric Winalda because at least that would be fun. Your husband oh. would not be fun. Y'all mean Mourinho. I'm with that, but we got to pause. Come back to Atlanta. Come on. Different stadium. All right, we got to pause this for the second half. (laughs) (laughs) An owner that cares. That's definitely enough. Hey, TK, make sure to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Your request, I got you. No, but seriously, you're the... You're the United States. Make the final. I mean, if you don't make the final, it, it is a failure. I don't care what type of squad you have. And I got to be honest, if Berhalter puts the guys in the right position, this is a squad that can do some damage to teams, even like Jamaica and Costa Rica, because I think a lot of these teams in this tournament, uh, and this is kind of CONCACAF as a whole, they're either really attacking heavy or really defensive heavy. There's no balance to these teams. Jamaica's pretty good, but I think – Anything that we're going to come up against in this on our route to what would be the final, I don't see anyone being something that I'm scared of. Let's put it that way. So, see, Bart, that's where you, you, you kind of nailed it. They have to be played in the right position. And the USA has historically not played a lot of players in the right position. I know. CC Crystal Dunn. <laughs> well, Crystal Dunn can play any position on the field. Best player on the whole planet. <laughs> she can play any position she wants, and she's going to be best at it. But I mean, I'll give her a chance to go if she wants it. Like, but damn, yeah. can she just score a couple? That's all I'm asking. I mean, she, she got to do it for her. She got to do it for men. She likes to look into that in just a short bit. Um, but uh, but you touched on uh, Mexico um, earlier. Like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they've been suspect. And like, it's funny because I think I talked about last week. Like, it's just like how they, I think they kind of need to win the, the Gold Cup because after after losing the to the Nations League. If you, you know, go out early and, or lose to us again in the Gold Cup, they ain't going to lose on top to like say, hey, if it, if it, if it results in coming back for a better, leave them, please. No, Tata's there for the same amount of time as Burhalter. They're going to give that man all the time to fail and everything and get through qualifiers before they go, okay, now you can go. <laughs> yeah, I think I think of Mexico like there's going to be a lot of backlash if they don't win or at least make the final. But 
you all, I mean, you have to understand the situation they're in with like literally not having a striker that's healthy. Funes Mori has been okay, but other than that, like they just don't have the guy. Raul's back, so like legitimately happy to see that the man is back playing soccer. Uh, there's no way he comes back for this Gold Cup, though. No, 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 no. And he, but if you get him back by World Cup qualifiers, then whatever, just make sure he can come in. And you know, there's another guy in MLS that's a Mexican who plays pretty well and is scoring goals and hasn't been called up by his national team. I don't know. I don't want you to eat though. I don't know why. That's that's crazy to me. I mean, he's on a little slump right now, which, oh, well, but how do you not take Chicha? Is Vela still not being called in? Vela was hurt-ish before this. Maybe that was why. He just played a 490 for LAFC. Ish. It's been hurt on and off throughout the year. I don't know. Like, I'm with you. Like, And I don't think Tata has anything against MLS players. So, I don't know why he's not calling. I mean, he called up um, Toledo for uh, the uh, Nations League, and I, I don't know. It's wild, man. It's wild. But um, let's, let's, uh, let's get over to the, the primetime players real quick and uh, over on the on, on the women's side because, you know, it's about uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon over in Tokyo right now. So, and um, I believe they, uh, the women's uh, first game starts at it's like 6.30 in the morning? 4.30. Dude. Dude. Yeah, 4.30 oh. in the morning Eastern time. I think it's 11 o'clock in Tokyo. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's 12 like, hours. Jesus. Man, I, I, I don't know how, yeah, yeah, that's a little commitment that I'm not sure if I have right now. <laughs> it's early. I've already set up the coffee pot. The coffee's right beside it. I've got Four alarm set for four, mm-hmm. four fifteen, and four twenty. Is it commitment or is it an addiction? I'm not quite sure what it is at this point because with they're they're going to be on tape delay. Like you can watch them later, but no, I'll be yeah. Nah, no, because I'm going to wake up and it's going to be ruined. So right. it's going to right. Might as well stay up and watch it. Right? Do I want to turn off all the alerts in my phone or just wake up right. at four thirty? Right? Like, yeah. which one's easier? I would have the TV on because I'm I'm the night out anyway. So like three o'clock, I'll I'll, I'll probably be just going to sleep, and I'll I'll hear it in my dreams like yeah yeah and I'm like yeah and I, I like yeah like, why are you push me to sleep like because you want it in my dream that's why. <laughs> but um yeah the uh, set off uh, today starting off with uh, I guess Sweden and uh, in our group we got. Sweden, New Zealand, and Australia. Um, those are, I know at least uh, Sweden and, and Australia are, are very, very decent. I don't know too much about New Zealand. Um, but like, it's okay. You don't have to. Let's put it that way. Like, they're not bad. Not a, Sweden's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of playing in Sweden, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> every if there is a, if there is a major tournament, expect USA and Sweden to be in the same group. That's it. That's true. That's true. So I know what I'm saying. I was like, 
Maybe that should have been it. US trade. What are we giving them? BJ's? They get Costco. Walmart. Costco. Walmart. There we go. We want to export that to anyone else? I don't know, but that's on them to figure out. Right. Do we have chicken later? Chicken yeah, yeah. You're welcome, sweetie. Mm, yeah, okay. That's probably the best thing we have to offer. Anyway, Waffle House. We'll give them. I think it might be McDonald's. No, 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 no. That's, a, that's a delicacy. We keep that. Waffle House is a Waffle Home. Take it easy. So, well, there's a lot of flash that came a couple weeks back when the squad was announced. Um, uh, now. It came out, I think it was last week, that the alternates were added on as four members of the squad. So instead of 18 uh, members, now we have 22. But there's still one that's not there, and that's hurting my heart. And that's Miss Miss Purse. So I love love this team so much, but how do you take Aging Carly Lloyd and a knee brace Julie Ertz to the Olympics and leave Mitch Purse and Andy Sullivan at home to just terrorize all of the NWSL. I don't get it. I'm pissed. Well, I, I'm is, so bad. Is this, I mean, is this like the you know, the going away party type of thing? Like, is this the last Please? Run? I mean, I hope it is for Carly. I, I thought 2019 was going to be for Carly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the, I'm the captain, the president of the Carly Lloyd needs to be out fan club. And I know I get a lot of crap for this, but like, I'm just tired of seeing the same excuse being given. Oh, well, she scores big goals and big games. I'm like, she only shows up for one game. I know. I'm like, Alex Morgan scored goals in every World Cup she's been in. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't like, like, like got you to those points. Right. And, and, and this is, this is the conundrum for me because it's like, oh, well, she's got experience. I'm like, so what? No. You, I mean, Technically, yes. I mean, start Pele. I don't know. Like, Pele needs to be on the Brazilian team. He's got experience, you know. But if you're going to continue to bring in a girl because she has experience but leave girls at home, they're not getting that experience that they need. And, you know, Mitch Purse, I I mean, I think she – I like Emily Sonnet. She's at least versatile. But I thought Mitch could have added more versatility than Emily Sonnet because Mitch would have been a little bit more impactful in the game. Faster, uh, faster, technically better. Yeah, I mean, like, you, man. (laughs) We're on the same page, Anthony. You know, we're we're on the same page here. You had her working working at at fullback. You had her up front. You had her further back. I'm like, yo, like, you you just had this woman go through all these hoops to try to make a team, and you said, no. Good. That's how I felt about Lynn Williams when they just like, hey, Tobin, you're playing. And I was like, look, Tobin, I'm glad that she kind of proved me wrong in the send-off series scoring those bangers. But I don't think, I don't know how, other than people who were right there getting all the information, I'm going, Tobin hasn't played a competitive match since December, December. 2020. Mm. <laughs> Lynn Williams is an in every camp playing for Flatco and does a lot of things that Tobin just flat out doesn't, like play defense. But I thought that Lynn Williams would be on this team, but I'm glad she got in through the alternate role, but man, that was going to really bother me because you had Tobin who's been hurt. 
you had Carly, who's 39, and Lynn doesn't have a whole lot of time left in her career either, I hate to say it. I mean, she's not young. She's young enough to still have a World Cup or an Olympics left in her, but like, again, it's just... Why are we, I never wish she was that old. Yeah, yeah Lynn's, Lynn's one yeah. of the older ones on... So, like, she plays for my club seat. Um, and I'm like, she's doing all this work. She's calling the camps. She's scoring for for both club and country. Like, she scored four goals in two days. Just for the charge. She for goes the to the an alternate and scores four goals in two days. That was like, <laughs> she gets, uh, like, amazing. We might consider you. We might. <laughs> like, you could. And then you, and, but then you do the same thing in the Katarina. Like, she went she went to Europe and then started hitting a bangers and you call her in the camps and then you go, you maybe can be an alternate for this team. And I'm like, if I'm chattering, if I'm lit, I'm burning this whole place down. Because yeah, I did it, the work. That's the sucky part of the Olympics only being 18 players, because it's, <laughs> which I think is a stupid rule to begin with. I think the roster should have been increased no matter what, but now we're only at 22. So whatever, but yeah, like when you have 18 players, especially if you're the, if you're Vladko, how do you choose 18 players to make a roster for the U S when it's like, I have a hundred, right. You know, I don't know how, I don't know. I, I mean, that, that's value and experience is one thing, but you have your 11 and then you got basically your bitch. That's it. It's crazy because on the men's side, it's a U23 tournament. Yeah. On the women's side, it's not. You could essentially make it a U23 tournament and take some of those younger kids so that they can learn and they can get tournament experience. Then And then the expectations aren't you have to win because you have these high-profile names. It's, I see you're bringing in some new talent. They're going to learn. They're going to grow. Yeah, you take a veteran or two from each from each category, from goalkeeper, defender, midfield, forward. But it's all about getting those new players in the systems because all of a sudden you're going to get to the end of these Olympics. All these players are going to retire. And now you're looking at... Oh God! I need her to retire so bad. Tino will. Tino has I'm some class and dignity. She'll. You know that, like I, I, I think that she HBO money. Right. <laughs> she's right. on the show. She's here on the show. Speaking of Tino, did y'all watch the uh, uh, LFG uh, documentary? I did. That, that was um, pretty good, and then, of course, it only just reinforces the fact that you guys have fucked up. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more about that U.S. soccer has been and has continually and historically and perpetually and since the dawn of the program been screwing this team over. And they have a chance to make it right. And they still won't do and it. They're, they're, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> what are the points that I, I saw in that that it really just, you know, struck at home for me was how – Women basically have to win it all every time to warrant this argument to be paid equally. Like, like as soon as, they, as soon as they people, as soon as they get knocked out early for any for any tournament, you know, they can be like, "Hey, the last four finals shit happens." Like, oh, I told you, told you. 
Can't pay him, can't pay what you want. They have to win every single time. Now, and that's just a standard that is really ridiculous when you think about it that, that you basically have to, it's, it's goal or nothing. Yes, it's win or don't get paid. And I'm like, I've, I've watched the men's team crash out in the quarters, like several, several World Cups in a row and then not make it. And they still Olympics. Yeah, we haven't. Qual- the men haven't qualified for the Olympics since two thousand. Dad, comma eight. You yeah. know, I mean, and you con- you complain about the women not. I mean, granted, they the price of of success is that you're going to get criticized a little bit more hev- heavily. But you crashed you crashed out in the quarterfinals of the last Olympics while the men's team wasn't even there. And it's then it happens again in twenty eighteen where the men don't even qualify for the World Cup and the women go. Ah, we're going to win back-to-back World Cup, something you know very few teams have ever done. Only two in history have ever done. I was about to say, just Germany and... and think about this. 2011, they lose to the Miracle Japan team in penalty kicks. Like, they could have been thrice reigning champions. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I like, like this question. <laughs> it was literally like, what, two PKs? It was, yeah. I mean, the PKs... But she still got a hand on yeah, it, though. Yeah, like, It was just one of the... And, like... Japan was the team of destiny that tournament. It was great to see, but like three finals in a row, you win two of them, and you had a gold medal in 2012. I mean, yeah, God was on Japan's side. I I couldn't even be mad about it. Like, Like, I'm mad we lost, but. At the same time, that was a better story. (laughs) Yeah. Was that the same year as the nuclear reactor? Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. They had the, yeah, they had all the natural disasters and man-made yeah. disasters that year, and, and it was a they special really team. They shouldn't have had a team, really. Yeah, they shouldn't have never. They, I don't think they should have went, honestly, but then they did, and then they made it to the final. And I was like, okay, cool. I can't be mad. So we got, like I said, Sweden, Australia, New Zealand, um, and so who, who are the other groups? Um, give me one second. Um, I know Brazil. So like, while, while you're looking that up, I just want to say I'm happy that Abby went to another Olympics. Abby Erseg is the captain of my team. I'm so glad she's going to be home in two weeks. Yeah. Y'all need her. Yeah. Y'all need her. All right, so we down bad. I don't want to say. I mean, the other thing you're not factoring with this Olympics part, things could get shut down. They already started. You got to go now. I mean, the Olympics just said that there is you know, the contingency plan of hey, you can wrap up. We got is this go. because too many cardboard beds cracked down, or because of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. People are already making their way to Brazil. I mean, Brazil, I'm to Tokyo, already catching COVID. I know, uh, I think, uh, a member from, uh, no, an alternate from the gymnastics team, they already caught COVID. Two other uh, athletes from elsewhere caught COVID. I'm like, man, I, 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 I want to be, I do want to see, you know, the women's team win. I want to see Simone get, get some phones, like, you know, y'all like y'all can't take that away from us. But I'm like, I, I don't know how this gonna happen. I really don't. I really don't. They honestly need to cancel it. But you know, my problem is you've had the show must go on. <laughs> They're not gonna figure it out. And they haven't figured it out. No, 
the show must go on. I repeat. Because I mean, if, if, if there's no there's, there's no more press comments, it's either it happens now or it doesn't happen at all. Um, and I, 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 I can't give a, a, an honest argument to say, you know what, we should go ahead and push stream because I'm like, like I said, it, it, it's basically just swim bounds. It's really, that's really just it. <laughs> And uh, like this, this is what this is what happened. This is what you get when you don't call out Miss Purse. You can't tell the Olympics, damn. So I do want to, I do want them to happen because I think the U.S. could be the first team to go win a World Cup, win a gold medal. So I think it all depends on who your attack goes through because defense is going to be whatever. Midfield is the midfield. Whether you put Julie Ertz in there or not, she's going to be slow. She hasn't played a competitive match in two months. I don't and think you can start injury. Ertz in this first game against Sweden. Why That's would the you take game. The well, <laughs> what's not? What, yeah, like as much as I can argue that. I, yeah, like I, I can't argue that. I'm just saying that, like in this first game, how how do you start a, her? I mean, she hasn't played since May. She's coming off a knee injury that is, you know, hopefully is recovered, but it's an injury that if it's not fully recovered, you're experiencing something that's even longer lasting. Is you know, Iran good enough to hold it down in the midfield of that position? Do you have no. to partner her and Mewis? No, Mewis doesn't what you partner do? well with her. I know. She doesn't partner well. It's terrible. Like, but they both are defensively Mewis's. sound enough to cover for what Ertz can do. Uh, I mean, Haran's going to get tired quick and she's going to get annoyed quick which comes and that comes with her careless fouls so you don't really need that in this game with Sweden where you know they're going to be they're going to they're going to play the counter-attack game Sweden has done that against us for years it's worked for them it worked in the last Olympics they literally just played a Mourinho ball parked the bus FC for 90 minutes and then we lost on PKs yeah. I mean, they're, I think even now they're more dangerous because they actually have players in attack that can beat you without having to rely on a counter attack, which is scary. Um, and, and that's where I'm concerned about Ertz not being in the midfield because, like to your point, Haran is easily beat. And that's a little concerning. I think she's the best option right now. But if we can talk about even more problems, it's why didn't you have anyone but Julie Ertz playing in any of the match? I mean, she played almost, I think she's played every match for the U.S that she was healthy for this entire year. And that, you just didn't need to do that. Yeah. You could have played Andy Sullivan. You could have played another play. You could have, I guess, Emily Sonnen is apparently a defensive midfielder now. You could have tried her out there a little bit. Emily Sonnen's not even a good outside bat. So the fact that we're Listen, trying to Listen, she's from Georgia, middle, so, you know, we have to be nice to her. I was about to say she's <laughs> Well, really, she's not Atlanta. She's, you know, she's a fellowship. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's you know. I mean... Uh, Casey Short or Kruger. I'm sorry, yeah. Kruger. You could throw her in there. Uh, I guess you could play both Mewis sisters in the middle and see what they can do together. Sam's gonna have to sit back a little bit, but you know yeah. who play well together? Sam and Lynn. Let's just go ahead and throw Lynn out there. See what they can what they can combine and do. Yeah, I think the strategy is just hope you get a point out of Sweden and then destroy Australia and New Zealand because Australia will cough up a lot of goals. They may be number nine in the world, but they have been on a weird, like just 
choosing not to defend in the past couple months. They like their score lines are really weird. And New Zealand, I think you should have no problem with. So maybe you just Australia's going to do the Sam Kerr thing. Australia's going to do the Sam Kerr thing where they show up for the first 25 minutes and then they forget that they're playing soccer. (laughs) So, so what Jake said, like, who, who are you guys looking at as potential competition uh, to the U.S. Uh, for the goal, of course. Uh, just kind of do a quick rundown. In Group F, we got China, Brazil, Zambia, Netherlands. And in Group D, e, we got Japan to host, Canada, Great Britain, and Chile. Great Britain. Because it's Team England, who honestly probably should have beat us in that semifinal. We got a little lucky to, not, to, to, to win that in 2019. Uh, great save by Alyssa Nair, but other than that, it was not a great performance. Um, I think Team Great Britain, because now they're going to get to add, you know, some Scottish and other players who are actually pretty darn good, especially it's, goalkeepers. It's literally just Team England plus three, yeah. three outside outside players. So yeah. just a little sprinkle. But <laughs> Team so, England's pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, so that's Brazil's always that. a good one. Brazil's always a good good shout. Netherlands, I mean, we did just play them in a final. So, they're always going to be a fun one. I'm not really worried about Canada. Um, I feel like if... I I love Marta, I love Formiga, but I feel like hopefully this is it for them. Hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. Marta is, like, I don't know how, but Marta is still in her pride. I mean, no one can explain it to me. They can't explain her. They can't explain for me. And it's like, hey, somehow they just keep they keep cranking it out. I mean, like Martha's like on the Brent Favre thing, where it's like, yo, I can still compete, and if somebody's going to pay me, I mean, get your money, boo. But damn. I'm hoping that this is ball on them. You know what I'm <laughs> This is going to be Dabinia's tournament. Like, uh, I mean, World Cup 2019 was already her tournament, but this is going to be the the big one where everyone goes, okay, we can look to her now. She's the new. I don't want to say the new Marta because Dabinia is just this class of of amazement that I just still can't figure out, and I get to watch her every week. And I'm still trying to figure it out. There are teams that have played us like what every year, four times a year, and they still can't figure out how to stop the Binya. She's a beast. She's a beast. Beast. I like every time I've, I've watched the Courage play, and I'm just like, she jumps out like every single time. It's like, how do you stop that? Like, really? How? I think she's the most non-US, but most influential player in NWSL. Like, she's on the field. You know she's out there. Yeah. And she does that for Brazil. I mean, the whole Brazilian team is, is well, not the whole, but there's a lot of Brazilian players who you see them and they, they're just, they command the ball, they're good on the ball, and they love to play together. And I think that's fun. I just don't think that they have, I don't think their talent is especially defensively, uh, is where it needs to be to really compete for a medal this Olympics. Has the, has the Brazil ever been defensively sound? They kind of play like that. You score three, you will score four type game. Yeah, and some games they just don't get to four. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the squads right now. I'm just like, yeah, 
if the top American is like, yeah, we just we we'll, we'll ask for you. Like, hey, you just got you just keep up, keep up if you can. Yeah. But um, let's see, Netherlands. Yeah, they might. Be, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, Great Britain and Netherlands. That's that's um, how I'm how I'm seeing it. It'd be fun. I'm excited to see it. But who knows? I'm hoping. I always hope that the USA wins, but I also hope that they lose so that some of these older ones can get out of here. See, I, I wasn't going to go there since y'all ate up. I'm going to just put it out there because, of course, I know y'all are sitting on Twitter. And just like this, the whole sentiment as far as like where the direction of the national team was going. And I'm like, can't you hold on to these? Uh, like, I was like, at the it's so frustrating because like I caps, even the six caps. Yeah, nobody else even has two hundred. Like <laughs> it's it's very frustrating because like Vladko has implemented a possessive system that has played like these girls are playing insanely well, right? Like it's it's a it's so weird to say like you made the best team in the world a more potent attacking team while also being more defensively sound because you just implemented some really good philosophies and tactics into this squad. The problem is there are players that are younger than some of the players who are out there that I think can do this better. And I want to see them do it better. And they just haven't had the opportunity. Like this is a scary stat. Nine of the 18 players on the roster for the Olympics have a hundred plus caps. Why? Because they keep playing and they keep being abused by U.S. soccer. They say, "Hey, y'all gonna keep y'all gonna make us this money? Keep on making us this money." Well, the U.S. women have always had this issue of a core group of players that it's hard to phase them out because you don't really have a great answer for who's behind them. You think of Abby Wambach, who was behind her, and yes, Alex Morgan was there, but. You know, you just weren't sure. You had the 99ers, that group of, of women who transcended uh, across everything. And it's just like, who replaces them? Uh, and it's, it's, it's because. Is that, is that more of a, of a financial interest there? Or do you just like, hey, are, are these women just so good that we can't figure it out? Because I'm like, I, I mean, especially with where the program is now, there's more than enough players that there's no drop-off if you say, okay, we can do without Carl Lloyd. So that's the whole point of having NWSL, right? Like, right. this is the most successful domestic league we've had for the women ever. And it has started turning out incredibly talented players because you've finally been able to get them in a professional contract for more than a couple of years. And you should have a ton of players to, to pick from. And, and I mean, there are, there are players in NWSL that um, like Ashley Hatch is one that I'm just not sure why she hasn't even had a sniff of the women's national team. Uh, and, and I'm not sure why you have to, con- th- this is the issue I have with it. It's not that you have this core group that you rely on. It's this is, this is the core group that plays every single match. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, hey, we're going to, you know, like to credit Burhalter to some extent, and part of this has been because COVID has forced this, but he's had a lot of different types of groups coming into camp over the past year, right? Yeah. 
obviously that's because he's had European camps and MLS camps. So you do have to like, keep them separate, but I think Vlatko would be served well to say, you know what? Look, okay. She believes cup. Yeah. We're bringing our best squad getting ready for the Olympics, but you know, we still ran that same squad out against uh, Columbia in January. Why? You know, like bring no, some new blood in. That's all. That's what no. it's cupcake, cupcake. Like you, yeah. That's like the what women should point. do it too, right? Yeah. I, I prefer toaster strudel, but you know that's just <laughs> the women can be to- camp toaster strudel, and the men can be. Camp- <laughs> there you go. Personally, so, I'm gonna go to camp toaster strudel. Yeah, exactly. We we like it better. Yeah. It's just more like that. So just to cap it off, so go or no, see or no. Tony? Uh, I think C. Um, and it, it's, the reason why I think is just because, you know, what Barb was expressing as far as like that conundrum was just like, you know, of course we want to cheer them on and want them to win, but at the same time, we want that old regime to just kind of bow out. Great. You know, not just great, just bow out. <laughs> you know? Um, but I just think. Even still, in spite of that, and you know that UK group does look good. Um, I still say US. TK. Yes, they, they get it done. Um, they they got the experience, but like I said, everyone's been chanting it. Just another voice on that same, uh, you know, same chant. Nice to see those uh, those ladies move on and get some young bloods in. Yeah, I think C, because I think you have the best team in the world. I mean that sincerely. I mean, this is still the best team in the world playing a much better style of soccer than they even played in 2019. I think that's a recipe for even more success. Um, it's hard to do it. It's hard to go back to back like this, and but I think they can. And maybe that is the cue for some of these players to be like, all right, I can go. Maybe this is the final record they need to set. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I did something that hasn't been done. It's Christmas. It's good. Uh, I think they get it done. Uh, like Bar said, like, this is still the best team in the world. Like, they've proved it four times. They've, they've got four stars. Like, it, they've just came off of a, a bad 2016 loss, and that's on their minds, and you know it is, and they're hungry. They want it, and they're going to get it, and I hope that this is the final act for a lot of these players. Well, mainly just one player. Um, so if they can get it done, and she can ride off into the sunset with in her forest of <laughs> of non-news, I'm good with that. Uh, so, get it done. If they can get it done, I think they can get it done. Um, if the squad had just stayed at 18, I would say no. Since they have the extras to represent on the squad, there's enough depth there to where they should get this, they should get this done. That being said, I'm going to be petty to say no, because damn it, you should have called up Mitch. I can't even argue with Petty. Like, I get it. <laughs> I was going to go Petty, and if they hadn't have made it 22, I was going to go Petty, too, and go, nah, because Lynn Williams is going to be the team to get a gold, a gold medal. Yeah. Um, 
that black people learn and learn. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and pause for the cause. Good work from our fam at Protagonist. On the on the flip side, we're going to get into this this house fire here in Atlanta and uh, see what's going to take the Everything's all right. <laughs> you know that meme where the dog is sitting in a bunch of fire? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been Atlanta for the past three seasons, so yeah. <laughs> we'll hit it up in more. We'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of Shea Butter FC, the podcast by, for, and about Black women in soccer. Featuring your hosts, Sky and Sills. This week, we continue with our SBFC Soccer School segment. We discuss the week of action in the NWSL and hand out our SBFC superlatives. We preview the Olympic tournament, including teams and matches to watch during the group stages. We give you the next installment of our SBFC All Star Wars, featuring the United States versus Europe. And as always, we bring you our hits and riffs and rants and raves of the week. Please like, subscribe, and review on your favorite platform. And as always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SBFC underscore podcast. Until then, we'll see you next week. Possible the next day. 
And of course, for some reason, we're still playing Kubo Torres, which I quote, it is useful. He is useful as a nipple on an elbow. <laughs> and but then around what, like four o'clock Sunday, newsflash. Gabriel Hansen has to be relieved from his duties as a United head coach. Man. And then there, and then we go in, like so we're gonna go into like how the fuck we got here, which is one one thing I wanna just bring up real quick, because it was about a year ago that Frank DeBoer got he we mutually parted ways. Most of our is mutually versus Pauline. And um but here we are once again, and mind you, we took like six, seven months to to hire Hansen, and this is how it how it turns up. Everybody, I know Atlanta and club. I, I was just sitting on this and just you know this feel this feel this this absolute smoke that's about to come. It's like what in the entire fuck? <laughs> I mean, watching it from the outside has been a true experience. So I, I can't wait to. Here and experience this, guys. Oof. I just want to know, Tori, do you have water with you? Do you have water? Why, what? Do you, do you have water with you? Nah, but from what I heard, that, you know, after 99 practices, that's the whole reason why there's so many water boys in the corner in Atlanta because all the players are like, you need <laughs> water. Yo. <laughs> Yo. You had no water, no practice. Yes. Yo. That's why there's so many water boys in Atlanta. Because all lay nine players have died of dehydration. Yo, shout out to the uh, to the Atlanta Water Boys though for keeping Atlanta hydrated. Not the Atlanta United players, but the rest of Atlanta. They keeping us hydrated. Seventeenth Street, Seventeenth yes. Street. Well, well, no, shout out. I mean, like I don't know if y'all know about that drama that happened last week or whatever happened on East Street. Water Boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, what in the world? Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Atlanta was okay while Atlanta United was winning, and then we started losing, and now we just don't know how to handle ourselves. Yep. Yeah. That's oh, it. You yeah. see the domino. Damn. But, uh, so there are reports of water being withheld at practice. Um, there were reports of of Heinz up overtraining and which was leading, leading to injuries. And the hero of the day, Joseph Martinez, tried to speak up, allegedly. And um, uh, for his first come up against the head coach, he got sent away and it went so far as he went to the front office and said, this is my last season here in Atlanta. I was like, like fuck this shit. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. Mm. Now, well, wait, wait. Remember me and the Jack, too. Like, there's also the reports of that, like, just the management, how he handled players and he wouldn't really talk to players. What in the office? Like, but, like the, the layers of what the fuck? Like, I <laughs> <laughs> It, it's, hey, this shit runs deep, man. And, and, and I hate to say that I was right, but I was right. And I told y'all this when he was being considered because, first of all, as y'all know, I'm a big Man United fan. I hated him as a player of Man United. 
did not like him. As you know, I'm big Patrice Everton. And so Patrice is not a good fan, friend of his or anything. They battled and everything. I was like, I don't like this. I just don't trust. Like, there's something down I don't trust. Right back, usually, right? He was right. But remember, they were trying to figure out Patrice mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Sometimes they would put Insay on the left as well, too, um, because they're, they didn't trust Patrice. Remember? Uh, Patrice sucked at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. But um, I knew there was something about his character that I did not trust. And then when we started giving him the keys to the car, I was like, hold on, he ain't done shit. Like, what has he done? And not only that, I get that, yes, he has the, you know, the Argentinian pool. Yes, I get that, you know, we have that connection with Argentinian players and all that. I get that. But there's so many other options ahead of him. Right. For that Argentinian connection. So there's that part too. And then also, I mean, if you didn't learn anything from the Frank DeBoer situation about getting someone that really has a true connection to not only players, not only to the backroom staff, but here's the thing I think that's also that we don't really acknowledge with what's happening in Atlanta. That has a connection with to the outside community to Atlanta as well too. Mm-hmm. Unless you're winning everything like Tata did, you are not going to be in the fan favorites, and so you're going to have to prove even more and go the extra mile to prove yourself on the wins and losses column. And he ain't going to do that. Frank DeBoer wasn't going to do that. So that's what I'm saying. There's a little bit of the pop, the you know, the social politics that when Atlanta goes forward now, when they're selecting a new coach. They need to have someone not only that. Obviously, it's connecting with players, connecting with the, the boardroom and everything like that, but also connecting with the community. And that's huge. I, I'm, you got to see him at Fox Brothers. You got to see him in Magic City. You got to see him everywhere. Like, you guys, you want to reach out and say, hey, this is my city. Like, Joseph said, this is my city. I, and I get there's a language barrier. I get that. Like I know that's, but I, I I don't think there is with a lot of people who support our club, and that's that's something that like I, I mean watching the Spanish speaking Twitter accounts and and uh, fans even turn on Heimsey is the part that I'm like really stunned at because I thought that they would have embraced that as well, and they were like, no, this is no. And so, yeah, I was reading something um no yesterday. And this actually was something that was written like back in December last year. And it was basically breaking down like what, um, what Heisen was doing in, uh, at, uh, Velez at an Argentina and how basically like, he was putting, like he was forcing guys, you know, like crazy ways to cut weight and controlling their diets, which mind you. In a lot of countries, that's, that's normal for a manager to do, but it was to a point where it was recommended that in Atlanta get sports therapists to, you know, just keep everything, to keep all the chickens in order because this dude might fuck with you. And, um, like I said, we waited almost a whole eight months for the 17 games. Just 17. And coming off of what happened with the board, like here we are basically one year later, right back where we started from. If not worse. Yeah. I, 
I think it might be a little worse, to be quite honest. Yeah, I, I do think so because, especially given what's all come out in the last few months with Bocanegra and this, how things got shaped between him and and how he was basically going right over Frank DeBruce. And I think that even with Bocanegra mostly on the way out, um, I'm worried that the word is out on Atlanta and say, like, you know, they ain't, they ain't as high as, as, as y'all think. And they, they ain't that high. Like, they, there's some shit going on behind the scenes that needs to get addressed before they can really say, okay, we're back to the win shit. You're in deep pot, TK. What's up? I mean, yeah, I kind of agree. It's, yeah. It's like, cause, cause where are we, like, one, and shout out to everybody that's, that's been on his bandwagon for the past few months, but, uh, because as of the first of next month, Brooklyn Area pretty much has nothing to do with the first team. But we need to go for the third Messi, Brooklyn Area out. <laughs> and um, like if, if, you, if you were at the game on Saturday, you would have seen uh, Gorilla Company up in the uh, supporter section with signs that said Brooklyn out. And like, they shout out to uh, all the guys and, um, and women up in there because they've been on this train for a minute saying like, yeah, like this, this shit has to stop. And I, I was, um, I was uh, listening to uh, Home Before Dark uh, last night and um, apparently one of the questions that were asked to Daniels and Cosmo on Sunday during the, their presser was why should we trust you guys to hire the next coach? But that's, I mean, that's not even a fan base. Like, that's where we are. But from a business perspective, you swung and missed, like, completely two times in a row. And and I'll even go as far as saying DeBoer was not as big of a miss as hindsight. DeBoer was fairly okay his first season. And then I think, I really do think that, not saying that he shouldn't have, like, he should have been fired for what he was doing, but I think the COVID situation did not help him. Um, and, and I think it just became a whole, a lot of bad circumstances coming together, but I mean, a lot of these bad circumstances have been created by Carlos Bocanegra, who has mm-hmm. been not good at finding players that at best, he has been not good at finding players to come into this team. You look at the squad that we had to start. Yeah. No. Cause that 17 to 19 core that won those trophies and basically when everything got gutted out last year. That's the key. Everything that's been on that that's coming since then, like Moreno, Kubo, Dam, Lopez, Rosetto, like nobody's work. And mind you, you have Did Joseph that's off a of bat that's coming off the ACL injury and he's not the same either. But he still managed to stand up for you know, the team and say, hey, this shit's wrong. Well, I mean, we, there's definitely the things that we've talked about times, about times on this podcast, like treatment of Nagby, treatment of wrestling. I mean, those two alone, like, I mean... Did you, did you have to see the goal that Nagby had over the weekend? Like, dude... 
So when you have those two situations and then this Joseph situation happens, anybody coming in the situation, I'm like, no, Ethelin, why would I want to go there? Why would I, why, why would someone want to come here? So I got a question for you. I'm going to give him money. I got a question. So it's clearly came down to player versus coach and Mm -hmm. the club chose player. Because mm-hmm. the city chose player, mm-hmm. you know. So, how do you guys, as the city and as fans, leverage that to, you know, to your advantage, so that you can, like you guys were speaking about the coaching choices earlier. Mm-hmm. How how do you monopolize on that type of power? That's what you real- need. That's a real simple show, honestly, because when everything was first starting to come out, I was real hesitant to just jump on that Joseph bandwagon because, you know, I, I joked about it on Twitter and, um, and it was, I'll, I'll give Mark his, his credit. He, he kind of checked me on that. And because at first I was like, what are we trying with Chelsea? And then he was like, actually, you know, kind of turned into United. And I was like, I thought about it, I was like, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah, a bit. Show me parallels. And, um, and, and it was weird because if they're keeping a whole hundred, Joseph doesn't have a great season, you know, because he's played 12 games and he had two goals. I'm like, you know, when the first when the reports came out that, that this was be his last season, I was like, that might not be the worst thing because right now we like I I'll say it, the whole attack needs to just be revamped. I'd say drop out everybody that Boca signed up, go ahead and hopefully Parker has a great Olympics when he gets sold, just start over because the back we addressed the back half of the 11 in the offseason. I think that's actually improved quite a bit because, like, one thing that people don't realize is that we actually have less goals considered than New England, who's in first place. Mm-hmm. So Our goals are just really bad. That's really easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's been the issue. And I said that we were Martinez away from being a mediocre team. Yeah. And so now that we don't have a Martinez, really, the yeah. is there. Right, and that's not hindsight's fault. There's a lot of reasons well, why hindsight cool. should have been fired. Yeah, like hindsight, hearing all the things about hindsight, you have to go, yeah, he's got to be out. But then comes that question of, do we trust you to hire the next guy because you mm-hmm. haven't made a single correct decision in about two years, and you have missed on your DPS. And I don't even know Alan Franco. Like I think the guy has played. Uh, like I, you could put him in a lineup. Or I'd be like, I don't know. I guess so. I know I know I know uh, George Campbell plays Saturday who did really well. Did really I was well. Impressed with George Campbell yeah. And uh Bob Moore said you know me in the keeper union. What? God, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just that. I'm like, as you talk about, you know, who's on with the national team. Who's on with us? Like it's like, hey, buddy. Hey, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think Alec Kane is the answer, but I think that there are. I think. I think we have an answer in the system, though. I don't know if it's Rocco Rios Novos, but 
Justin yeah. Garza, who's at USCLA, I would like to see him come back. Robert, and, does, I was asking questions about him a couple of weeks ago. I was like, like where, like, where did he just disappear off to? But like, yeah, like, there's at least options to where I think that if they're available, we should be looking at them a, a, a lot more. I mean, Cam hasn't done particularly well, but he hasn't done particularly great either. And I'm like, you know. This is an opportunity to basically reassess where the whole squad is to like, hey, who do you want to roll with going forward? Because right now, since you know, you're, you're looking at, at a situation where Miles might get sold over the summer, Dale might get sold over the summer, um, Marco better be sold. Yeah, Marco might get sold. And I said, I don't think it's a true bet that uh, that Joseph um, will, will still be there. Like, of course, he said all the, all the perfect things in the press conference today, but uh, that's, that's a sure bet because you don't know who's going to come in and, uh, and how that's going to all click and everything because everything's a fucking mess. But um, I think that at the same time, I think everyone's on the table. I think everybody's on the table. Like, what's up? I'm reading, I'm reading reports about, you know, some coach vacancies, coach mm-hmm. and apparently Henri and Vieira are battling for the woman job. I mean, we, do, do we even throw those names out again? Is this still wishful thinking for, you know? I think Vieira was somewhat considered the first time around. Maybe not, like, by the club, but I think yeah. his name was up the first time, like, last year, right? And yeah. Does Henri fit into your system? Or is he just coming in and just... Everybody's for sale. System and philosophy are two different things. And I think uh, Henri, if he had the if he had the players, would play in a, an attacking possession system. I mean, he did it at Arsenal and Barcelona for his career. So. I think that, at least for Henri, um, I think that... If the opportunity came, he probably would take it. I think given this personnel that we have, I think he would probably be flexible. Because I think actually with, with, with everything being in such flux right now, I don't even think that it's a guarantee that we'll even maintain that South American influence going forward because everything right now is just in such turmoil. Like we could have a totally different team next year for better or for worse. Um, so again. another question for you. So if everybody is potentially on a chopping block for for sale, well, or like at the it's end, MLS, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you bringing in to try to build around? Because are you not, are you going to try to do that with with Martinez? Because I don't think you can do that with Martinez. So, you did it. You did it very successfully, like your first two seasons. The league changes everything. Yeah. Um, I think that personally, because up to me, at least as far as this season goes, I was strongly considered going to up front because I think that his knee is not not in a place just wherever his head's in, head is. It's not in a place of where he can handle that by himself up top of the board. Now, it might come, you know, six months from now, it might happen two years from now, but until then, while we're trying to win games, all that that's keeping him up top by himself is the way. Um, how that affects anyone else? I mean, hey, 
at this point, you're still trying to fight for a playoff. I mean, MLS still allows like 15 different teams, you know, in one conference, but we still have a shot. So, um, so I think that with that in mind, like unlike last year where it took forever for the, for them to hire Heinze, you don't have that this time. Like you, you still have time to bring in new players. And that means you have to bring it, go ahead and bring in uh, a new coach. Of course, we have um, Demetrius that's coming in at, at the beginning of the month. And more than likely, he's probably already looking behind the scenes now mm-hmm. as far as trying to figure out like, who the next coach is going to be. But um, there's just so much, you know, and we've, you know, heard the whispers for quite some time. Like I said, it's, like the, it's funny like how when everything's good, artists is able to just stay down here. But once everything starts, starts hitting the fan, it's like, ah, 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 ah. And then you can't, you can't, you can't hide that shit anymore. And it's, everything's going to explode. And it's like, and this makes you wonder, like, were we ever that stable in the first place? I mean, no, but what W's talk, like, yeah. when you're winning, the Yo. big problems don't feel so big, but when right. you're losing, ooh, you got some words for your front office. Like, right. it's just a matter of y'all just not putting those W's on the board right now. Like, I'm looking at the conference standings right now. There's four points separating seventh and tenth. That's four teams. Literally playing for the number seven spot, which is held by NYCFC right now. It's, it can happen. It's, it's, I'll, I'll, it could easily get turned around, but you just there's so much more beyond just the coach, beyond just who's playing up top. Even though you know, could buy the fat fat one, um, like there's so much that has to be fixed right now, and. But to the top team, because by the way that, that crowd was looking on Saturday, you know, it's not too late for Atlanta to become Atlanta and people stop coming. So it, it's interesting you say that. There's two parts that have being a Atlanta sports fan. Um, wouldn't it be cool if, like, you know, this new coaching change and we make a run just like the Atlanta Hawks did this season? Like, you know, uh, after they uh, find the right uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they just took off. That'd be dope. All right, so that, that'd be cool to see that little pair of laugh. Second thing is, as a Atlanta sports fan, and you know how they say we're miserable fans and you know, how we've been such a losing town for forever, did we sell our soul for that MLS Cup? And we never. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here, here's my here's my thought process on that because the sequence of events was like we the Falcons traded Julio that's and then the Hawks went on their playoff run and then the that fucking ref stepped on Trey and then right after that you had Acuna uh, blew out his ACL I was about to say that yeah and and then now this with now hindsight's fired and Joseph says who knows what yeah yeah like it's like everything like we, we had like a, a month and a half window where shit was looking perfect and then all of a sudden they went back to normal I mean I'm okay with it because you beat in December so it's whatever yeah but thanks 
all, all, all I know is this. You know, as someone who grew up in Raleigh, ever missed football in NC State, my brother and I were for Charlotte. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but, you know, of course, we'll, we'll be talking about this, I'm sure, over the next I'm giving it about a month before we get before we get a new hire. Hopefully, it won't take. They said as soon as possible, but I'm with you. Like I think a month. Yeah, I think a month. They they can't play around because again, playoff playoff is still still realistic for them. So we shall see. Also, a word of caution: don't freak out when we beat Cincinnati because Cincinnati's trash. Yeah. Man. Like, I'm gonna need y'all to put a three, COVID but... mandate. I'm gonna need y'all to put a COVID mandate <laughs> yeah. so Cameron doesn't travel, and, yeah. and then and then go blow out their their Man. their back line Good six off. nothing. Cameron, oh uh, that guy. But yeah, as I said earlier uh, in the show, um, I won't be there this Saturday because I am actually getting my wisdom teeth taken out on Friday. Are you going? Oh, y'all special. Oh, damn. Granted, let me get those things right now. It's like they're recognizing you soccer. Cool. Okay, okay. You soccer. We're having a kid and our program walk out. Okay. That's awesome. Y'all deserve that. That's dope. That's pretty dope. So I'll be there way up in the 300s. Oh, that's what I'm going to say is, uh, don't be surprised if they knock out that Don't be surprised. Y'all looking down the tubes. <laughs> but, uh, fill in all the spots where all the empty seats are. Exactly. <laughs> we need a seat filler! <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the Oscars. It'll be great. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, y'all, y'all can definitely make, make us happy by going to ftcutd.myshopify.com get your name sets, get your t-shirts uh, you know help us become as best at, as good as we can because you know we do our thing I do want to give a, a quick shout out to Miss Christmas over here because she actually had a, a really dope uh, merch drop that happened uh, earlier this week tell us about that I did? what did yeah, no, the one, the, one, the one that they had to convince you to sell. Oh, that shirt. Oh, damn. Uh, so my friends made me a meme. I was on the capo stand. I was doing finger guns. I didn't even realize it. And they made me a shirt. And it literally says, anyways, I started blasting on the bottom of it. That's amazing. Last Crystal Snowboard, because I know I, I, you, uh, we made sure to, to, to buy one to contribute. Uh, is, is it still up on sale? It is still on sale. Um, all the money goes to the LGBT Center of Raleigh. Um, so I don't know how long we're going to keep it on sale until I get tired of seeing my face on shirts. Um, it will definitely be on the show. Yeah, oh God. Um, buy one, all the money. I keep. We keep none of the profits. It's all going to charity. I'm happy to be a meme for a good cause. So it's going to be my new game day shirt until I get tired of wearing it. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing my face on my face. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I've gotten so many texts about that shirt. It's just like, I'm just, I just need to buy it right now. And I'm like, 
go for it. It's twenty yeah. bucks, and I think we. I think that's like a six dollar profit from every shirt, and all of that's going to charity. So. Cool, cool, cool. Not every shirt that, that y'all buy from us go on a shirt, but, but I will say this, because I, I was thinking about this the past couple of weeks, and of course, with all the stuff that happened at the Euros and just and soccer in general, we wanted to make sure that we did our part as far as contributing to addressing racism in this game. So, um, with the, the famous racism counter shirts, uh, portion from any sales from that shirt will go towards Common Goal. Common Goal is a nonprofit that addresses um, racism in soccer. So you buy buy one from us, money goes goes to them, and we and we keep this thing going. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get all of our current namesake orders out before. This uh, all my lips get taken out. I don't know like how this gonna work this weekend. I know Mary birthdays of this is um this week. You know, shout to Mary Kane. I know he's already out in Magic City doing this thing and everything. So make sure you know his his cash apps are open. His DMs are open. You know, make sure you you say what's up and happy birthday for Mayor Kane. Um. What else? Uh, oh, oh, before I forget, because, uh, of course, this is not the only podcast that this Christmas is part of. Tell us about Walking 90. Oh, man. Uh, Walking 90. Elliot hit me and Kyle up and was like, we should do a black podcast about USL League One. I was like, fuck it. I got time, I guess. Let's do it. So it's literally just the three of us getting together every couple weeks and talking about a league that all of our teams play in. Obviously, my team self-relegated like the kickers did uh, from championship to League One um, while they figure out whatever the hell they're trying to do. Like, all right, I guess we're just going to keep buying merch and keep supporting. So we just all just, we just decided to get together, kick it, talk a little USL League One. It's a new league to me. So I don't know much about it, but I'm learning as we go. Um, it's a crazy league. I mean, USL is already crazy, um, but it's only going to get crazier as they add MLS next. Is that the third or fourth position? Whatever the fuck that's no, there ha- no MLS next is the youth league. MLS reserve. They haven't <laughs> named it yet. There we go. <laughs> Whatever that. Yeah, it that, won't affect y'all. I promise. It really no, won't. It won't. It won't. I think. I don't think Baby Wolves It'll, moves. I don't think Atlanta United two moves. I don't. I think some of these smaller ones, like all, like Timbers, they move away and they go into that league. Um, but I don't think like Tacoma leaves. I don't think Atlanta United leaves. I don't think Baby Wolves leaves. Um, Beth Steel. I'm sorry, Phila Union two now. I don't think they leave. It, think it's really going to have that big of an impact um, but it'll be cool to see how they rival each other uh, and yeah we just shoot the shit every couple of weeks and figure out this game together <laughs> indeed, indeed so yeah definitely make sure y'all check out walking down and get a taste of that good league one life and everything and um for those of y'all that don't know because like we, we, we've talked about this for quite some time um Ebony and her crew with uh, Oak City, they're the ones that are culprits behind that infamous watermelon at the Hay Derby. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was their fault. It 
won't. No, 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 no. Don't put that evil on us. That was that was the renegades, renegados. They had their twelve-year-olds passing out a watermelon. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Damn, that's like the twelve-year-old kid. Don't just listen to that, Don't call a kid. Look, it won't. It won't. My group. They they up with this watermelon. I was like, "Where'd you get it from?" And he was like, "Doesn't matter. Just have some." I was like, "I don't eat that shit anyway, so I want no part of it." Especially because I know who it came from. I was like, "Hell no!" It's got it's got every liquor he had in his house in it. And I was like, "I know he got some good shit, and I know he's got some really bad shit. I've had it. He's got moonshine and Woodford Reserve." I'm like, "Nope, nope." I'm good. I almost put your bill down for the count. Almost, it was that close. That close. I mean, but, uh, you had Henny. Like it was, it was already over. <laughs> yeah, let's go through this uh, two up and two down, man. Um, let's uh, get this thing cracking. This has been a few, it's been a few weeks since you've been, been on here, Tony. So I'm, I'm, I'm about to give you like a good amount of time to get this. Well, what you got, man? Oh, by the way, I just say very nice jersey. Thanks, sir. Uh, my folks at Icarus, nice little Egypt concept jersey. Love it. Uh, no, we might have to personalize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have to throw a Memphis back then. Real Memphis Egypt. Um, all right, so yeah, it's been a while since I've been on here. Uh, a lot has happened. Uh, but I am going to do, usually, you know, I try to stay positive with my two up, two downs, and everything like that. But I am doing two downs and two positives. We'll start with the negatives. First, really sad. It's a really sad thing. Um, Loki is over. Season one of Loki is done. Um, very sad. You know, I, I've been enjoying this series. And, I mean, I've been watching every YouTube breakdown and all the Easter eggs. And, you know, whether it's new rock stars or, you know, screen crush or heavy spoilers, I'm watching all that stuff. Um, and so... I'm not going to. Can I spoil something? I mean, we well, we all know that our boy Jonathan Majors was going to be, you know, in the whole Marvel universe. Uh, he makes an appearance. I just wouldn't like that. Uh, so our boy John Majors was in the Lovecraft country. And Ashley down. Don't think that we didn't notice that they just low key canceled uh, Lovecraft Lovecraft country. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Someone, someone's got to pick it up. Like, someone, someone's got to do something with that. I mean, like, as many, you know, nominations that they just received, like, someone's got to. Someone put on the idea for the second season. If, you, if y'all haven't heard about it, just do a quick look at it. Everybody's going to some real crazy shit. So, but yeah, continue. All right, so down number two. Uh, summer's coming to an end. And not technically as far as like the date of summer. But for those of us who have kids, <laughs> school is about to happen. <laughs> and it's about to suck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And back on this grind. Uh, yeah, so it's been a great time. Great moments with my daughter this summer. You know, we had a bunch of beach time. Got our toes out and sand in between the toes and everything. So... I'm sad to see summer coming to an end, but at the same time, as you know, the violence is some, you know, during the summer, especially here in Atlanta, has been way too high. And I've had many debates with coworkers and friends about this, you know, 
you know, obviously violence ramps up in the summer. Um, and it just definitely seems a little bit more so than ever here in Atlanta. But I also think there's also the fact of just like the access to social media and everybody's got a camera phone. Um, and so we just have more of a chance to see, witness it more than ever. But even with that being said, you know, summer's coming to an end. So I'm kind of sad about that. Um, so those are my two downs. But my two ups, uh, number one, I got to give a shout out to Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry has, you know, I don't know many of y'all, as y'all know, I'm a Howard Bison alum. He basically single-handedly funded and started the whole golf program at Howard University. And so not only has he done that, just last week he was out there golfing with the team and wearing the Howard Golf uh, sweatshirt. It's a dope one that they're not selling yet. And I'm like, yo, I need to get – he needs to run up, run that up on the merch list real quick because um, he's got the old-school Bison logo that they just don't use anymore. Um, but shout-out to Steph for not only putting his money – to you know, support HBCUs, but also you know, putting action to word and the money and showing up and like you know, if y'all haven't seen Steph on the golf course, he's kind of nice. Um, and then my last up, I got some new wheels. I'm finally back on the road, y'all, and <laughs> it's been a hell of a journey getting to it. But as I'm so how did we get here? Yo, when I was down in Florida, my car died. <laughs> Literally not. And then to actually have to sell a car out of state and then dealing all that mess and going back and forth, it was, it was hell. Um, it wasn't fun. But then having the real car and having the Dodge Charger RT, you know, with only like 300 miles on it, that was fun going down to Florida at Charger. Um, and I guess basically the positive is I did not get a ticket. <laughs> Didn't want to have to dip into that cash. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always winning when you have a charger and you don't get a speeding ticket. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, yeah. back on So it's good. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Let's uh, get the Christmas on, on, on here. What you got? Okay. I had to think about it while he was talking. I was like, fuck. Uh, two up and two down. Uh, I'll go up, down, up, down. Um, up, I finally put in my vacation time. So I'm going to be out here trans- just jet setting, going to Portland, D.C., and Nashville. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, I've seen you in Nashville with your front lines. You know, vaccine up the world that in not in Raleigh. You know, she she's been in the trenches. So trust what I tell you. This this vacation is beyond earned. I'm ready for it. It's been. A, I had to wait. I had to wait, but it is here now. I'm good to go. And yes, far you'll see me in Nashville. Uh, down. Um, I'm still living out of boxes, and I'm tired of the shit. Uh, <laughs> I have to move twice in two months and I'm over it. Um, up, uh, uh, up. I mean, I'm here. It's good. We out here, we watching soccer games, we watching sporting events, we vax and wax and ready for a hot girl summer. <laughs> Yo. 
No, sundress or no? Sundress or no? That's it. That's it. Um, and another down is I'm like Tony. My car was giving me some issues. I was not ready for it. Uh, I'm ready to buy a new car. So we here. I get you. I feel you, fam. I could. I could have sold you a, a used Lexus. No. <laughs> I heard there was some trouble down in Florida. No, it's very good. It's very, it's nice. One, one more, you know, good. See? How many miles again? <laughs> worry about that. On gas. It was a hybrid. It was. I'm sure someone's going to trick it out now. I'm going to take your ride. Oh my god. Right. CK, you ready? Yo. What's good? Down. Down the Toyota. <laughs> Damn. It's like that. I know. I know. I know. I usually ride with the Toyota. I actually have a clip. Uh, I've owned like several, maybe like three or four. But I, I heard they were doing some donations on some shady shit, so kind of kind of hurt my feelings. So that was, that's kind of catch up on last week. What's that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've test drove that car. That's why I had to ask again today. I was like, oh. um, it, the turbo version is the only good version of that car. So good job. That's a come about to be my next one. He sat down with. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think they fixed it. Check. I think there's a uh, they, they they came out with a statement, but I was just upset on the on the front half. So whatever. Um, let's see an up. Up is uh we have um this is I guess uh Chelsea related. We have um the Super Cup coming up um, in August, so we are headed off to preseason preseason training, and uh, things are looking well. In the pursuit, it's almost silly season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how this all actually pans out in terms of the uh, incoming transfers. It's like, I feel like other clubs are starting to move. And we're doing what we normally do is just kind of sit on our hands and try to sell off of our teenagers and our the academy products and anybody else who's kind of in the loan army, so to speak. So it's just kind of sit and wait and you know we'll see what happens but uh, yeah that's, that's, that's definitely enough you know excited to see if we can clinch that that last cup for chelsea so anticipating that matchup will and just you know kind of watch all the preseason matchups that i can uh, transfer news um another down would be fucking atlanta united man it's just fucking piss poor man we talked about it a little bit earlier obviously but Boca Negra out, man. Just like hang it up, bro. It's like try to save some pride and just save face and get the fuck out of town, man. Like call Parkhurst on the way out. Do us all a favor. Um, and you heard it on the script official. Um, that's how I feel. And a lot of other people did too. Um, it's just like a little disheartening to see your, your club that you invest so much money in. Uh, why they literally email me to pay them for next season's tickets. And it's like have all this bullshit going on. It's like, yeah, my motivation isn't really high. So 
big down on the home team. Uh, I think do I have another up? I guess. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's it. Maybe. No, I don't know. Yeah, and then sometimes it is. I don't know. We'll see. I got. Uh, we'll, we'll reserve it for uh, for next week. Uh, I got some things in the works. Go pass those pins over the bar. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to jump the gun on uh, on what could be good news. So cool, cool. All right. Well, uh, I'll do my two ups first. Uh, First one is just shout out to Georgia soccer. We have uh, five guys with Georgia ties playing for the U S national team right now. And that's pretty awesome. Um, a lot of those kids either were born here, uh, grew up here playing soccer. Uh, several of those, you know, very much from the Atlanta area. A couple of guys that, uh, from Gwinnett where I grew up, we have George fellow who's an Atlanta United Academy product. And, uh, Jonathan Lewis and uh, Shaq Moore, both from uh, born in Atlanta as well. So that's a positive, and that's just great to see as a kid who grew up playing soccer in Georgia. Um, got a new job. That's an, that's an up. I've been un- unemployed and underemployed for a while, so uh, full-time employment is going to be great. Uh, that'll be fun. I'm not looking forward to actually having to work eight hours a day. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the job is all cool if we start having to work. Right. Uh, but I'm glad that I have the opportunity, honestly. I'm blessed. That it was, it's, I'm excited. Um, so, two downs. Uh, sprained my MCL playing in the soccer the street tournament last weekend. So, yeah. uh, but did it for charity, did it for the kids. So, really, at the end of the day, it's fine. That's for you, kid. Yeah, yeah. We're good. I'm walking. It's fine. It was just, it, it, shouldn't have kept playing on it, but you know, think that Hey, Bart, that's why you don't see me out there anymore. I know. Right? Week, man. Right. I do it one time a year, man. This is the one tournament of the year I do it. Um, but, uh, it was fun. Hey, and the positive there, I'll even include it up there as we broke a $50,000 fundraising goal for soccer in the street. So that's great. Uh, and then is your job remote? Yeah. And then the last down I have is, uh, I, at the beginning of the season, after hindsight came up with that chant or that, uh, saying said, El fútbol es de la gente. We made a bunch of stickers and I have like a hundred stickers of this Gabriel hindsight saying, <laughs> I need to get rid of them. We'll take a man. Oh. We'll get something going on the Discord. Maybe we'll turn that into a charity thing of some sort too. People will buy them out of sympathy, and we'll we'll donate it to charity. I don't know, but uh, maybe we'll do it some sort of like we'll do it as like give clean water to uh, kids in impoverished areas. That might be a fun way to get back at Gabriel Hansay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. There's a there's a little joke in there, folks. It's a joke, but it's for charity, right? Like that's that's what matters. That's yeah, no, 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 no. That's you can't gloss over that. Like, oh, you <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> that, that's the gloss. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, thank you uh, to both Ebony and Bart for coming on. So hopefully, uh, the U.S. does their thing in both the Olympics and the Gold Cup. But you know. We'll see. Um, I keep my sh- um pretty brief because I think that we've, you know, there's there's we're trying to cut a cut a fire down here, but um, we'll say one quick down. Um, uh, Megan Kelly, Hayden on Naomi Osaka, 
for uh, closing up in the SI slumps and come. I'm like, yo, just because she doesn't want to play doesn't mean that she can't do other shit. Mind you, she shot the shit last year. So why are you hating? Why why is a 57-year-old white woman hating on a 20-year-old black woman doing her thug dizzle, you know, like, I cannot say enough things. Mind you, she's a investor in North Carolina Curse, and it's like, yo, like, stop bitching, stop bitching. Let my little move. Also, shout out to uh, Megan Thee Stallion and uh, uh, Lena Bloom. Lena Bloom's the first trans model to uh, be on the cover of uh, this swimsuit edition. And of course, Megan Thee Stallion is just a beast. So there you go. <laughs> so, um, but, um, so that's kind of a, a down that turns into an up. Let's we'll, we'll swoop it up like that. Um, other than that, uh, I'm looking at the score here, and it's not looking too great for my sons. And uh, we tried. Like I said, hopefully, we got about two minutes left. We can pull out a miracle. But nonetheless, my clients did a, did a, um, a, had a great season with Phoenix. Um, you know, he's a, he's actually North Carolina native as well. Family, like I said, that's, we're all, we're all people North Carolina. So, you know, I, I can never be disappointed in the job that he's done, uh, this season. And, um, and of course, Chris Paul, he's also North Carolina as well. So, you know, we're all, we're all up into this. We'll be back and ain't no thing. But, um, and of course, shout out to, again, Mayor Kane. He turns 25 plus, Six, I think, and, um, and of course, uh, appreciate everything that um, that he's brought to everything that we've been doing here. Like I said, if you, if you, like I said, if you went into one this uh, this weekend, you know, you know, drop it to his cash app, drop it to you know his DMs, let him know what's good. You know, I'm pretty sure we appreciate it. But um, that's all, all I got. Again, I'm gonna be laid out. I'll I'll play next next week by ear. Um, on the show, but uh, hopefully, Coach TK Mayor, you know, if I'm not, if I'm down, they'll 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 take care of us in, in the meantime. But um, again, thank you to Ebony Bar. Where can they find the AOs in your areas? Um, so I, I obviously I'm in North Carolina. Um, AO meets at London Bridge. Uh, downtown Raleigh. You find us on socials, AO Raleigh. You find me on social, Ebony C25. Um, th- obviously, there will be no watch parties for these Olympics. Um, <laughs> hopefully, the final. I don't know if I would open for me either. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> The, the women just need to make it to the final and then we'll throw a big ass party. We'll bring in jello shots. We might as well yes, go Sam. ahead and we might as well go ahead and I mean I gotta follow in your footsteps. You giving away free shots every we, game. We do give away free shots. The standard is set down here. I see. I gotta step up my game. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what, about, what about that here in the A, Mark? Yeah, so uh, American Outlaws Atlanta chapter, we are now at Fado Midtown, uh, new home there. We're excited. They are opening for us on Saturday at 730 for the women's uh, Olympic game then. 
but for the really early games, we'll do it. We're doing uh, Twitch streams, so I won't. I don't know if I'll be like able to stream the game. We're, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but you can come in and chat with us and, and hang out on Twitch. Um, that way, we're all kind of just gathering and hanging out. And uh, you can find us on social at AO underscore Atlanta, AO underscore Atlanta. And be on the lookout. We are about to drop a new logo and new scarves. So those will be coming out soon. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Thank you guys for coming on for us. As always, you can catch us on social at TCUCT. Uh, I just wanted to let you know you were right. We did get our opponent. <laughs> The quarterfinals, we played Jamaica. Nine <laughs> <laughs> thirty. Okay, we might, we might be a little nervous for that one, but you know, hey, we got it, we got it. You know, no problem at all. No problem at all. Yeah, you know, good. <laughs> <laughs> I could if you get past Jamaica. That's a good part. Hopefully. But um, but yes, as always, you can follow, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You know. I said we're. I don't know how we're going to do these women's games. We'll figure something out. But um, but again, just nonetheless, we'll still have the, the good, the good smoke for everybody when we're when we're awake and everything. So still always stay look out for us. Stay look out for the rest of the band, the protagonists, Nice and Lisa, our girls are shaped by the FC. Um, and and of course the rest of the fam, Walking Ninety. Can I kick it? River City, Diaspora. Uh, so it's, it's, we're growing. We're growing. It's, really, it's, it's, it's a real thing. But yeah, let's hope y'all enjoy these games this weekend. Hope y'all, your, your sleep pattern will not get fucked up too much. But, you know, we'll, we'll play that by ear. But um, until then, for, for Bart, for Ebony, for Coach, for TK, for mayor, happy birthday, big dog. The coach is real. Coach is everywhere. Y'all want to go to games this weekend, guys, because I'll be laid up. See y'all soon. We out. <laughs> Dead lasso to Atlanta United. <laughs>